the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. This is Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Happy Monday. Welcome to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Mike Opelka is my name. I appreciate you being here. I uh, was fascinated, fascinated by Glenn Beck program today. The Glenn Beck program today was uh, one you could not tune away from. For anybody who was missing it, you should check it out on on the uh, download, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, the whole nine yards. Just, just an amazing story. You know, after after we hear everything that we've been hearing about. Uh, the uh, transgender world to get this this story being told today just gripping gripping story so if you didn't hear it you should thank you glenn i i don't i don't know of anybody going out there on a ledge like this that story which no doubt will we'll get a lot of people saying oh they hate the transgender no it's it's about not hiding any of the truth if if you're afraid to tell the whole story, then you're not telling the truth. And that's kind of what's going on here with this transgender issue in America. So uh, I applaud Mr. Beck. I was uh, just, wow, what a comprehensive interview. Great, great Monday. Great Monday, a great way to kick off my week, your week. I want you to be a part of the show today. We are going to have a new vital question in the middle of the show, there's currently a vital question up on Twitter. Um, at StuntBrain is my Twitter handle, S-T-U-N-T-B-R-A-I-N. At StuntBrain is my Twitter handle. And the question deals with whether or not you would buy an electric car. Elon Musk took the wraps off 30, 30 of uh, his new Model 3s that came off the assembly line. This is the car that... Many are saying could become the iPhone of the auto industry. It could be game-changing, in other words. So let me know how you feel. I have put a deposit down on one of these cars. I have reserved one. Unfortunately, because uh, so many others did as well, I probably won't get it until sometime next summer. Could be around this time next summer. So stay tuned. Just want to know where you stand on that. But we do have another one coming up. Uh, in, in minutes, Dinesh D'Souza will be joining us. Our buddy Dinesh D'Souza. He has a new book that is out today, and we have to give it a little bit of a plug, some juice, as they say. My copy is in the mail. I have ordered my copy. I await it with bated breath. And so uh, Dinesh D'Souza, in this half hour, so you have to hang out. And if there's anything you want to know about Dinesh or his book, you can dial in as well. 888-900-3393-888-900-3393. There is uh, something happening at the bottom of the hour. I'm I'm a fan of American Ninja Warrior. I don't know if you watch that show on NBC. It's something that I watch because I marvel at the accomplishments of these people, something I don't think I could ever do. And the stories that they've all come through something amazing. And uh, today we will have one of the ninja warriors, uh, the papal ninja, 
a 31-year-old gentleman who has made it through to the finals. And he's going to tell us uh, a little bit about his story. I'm fascinated with his entire story. He, as I said, he calls himself the Papal Ninja. He's a Catholic guy. But we'll, we'll meet the Papal Ninja and our buddy who walked 2,200 miles to bring attention to the plight of, of veterans who are committing suicide every day in this country, 22 a day. But he walked 2,200 miles from Tennessee to the Pacific Ocean. Ernesto Rodriguez at Ernesto will be with us as well. He has a very big announcement to make, and I'm very excited about that. Now, before we get into some of the news of the day, I have to tell you, 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 the Pure Opelka listener, are ahead of the curve. And I appreciate your support on everything. About three weeks ago, might, e- might have even been four weeks ago, on a Wellness Wednesday, we broached the topic with Dr. Jorge of a tick, a tick called the Lone Star Tick that when it bites someone, it turns them into a vegetarian. Now, that's kind of simplifying it. But here's what happens. It actually gives them a condition where they get sick when they eat meat. So it it effectively causes your body a single bite of the Lone Star Tick can cause you to have a reaction to eating meat, pigs, cows. And so you, you get like, it feels like a stomach virus. We covered it weeks ago. I'll get the exact date briefly. Um, and then I remember uh, Glenn, Pat, and Stu were talking about it last week. But now, the New York Daily News, Sunday edition of the New York Daily News, a major paper in a major city is focusing on the tick. Why? Because it's shown up on Long Island. Those rich people in the Hamptons are dealing with the Lone Star Tick. We were ahead of it, guys. And also, last week we asked the vital question, is the hot dog a sandwich? And our friend, uh, Chef Carl Ruiz, the mad Cuban, declared, despite the fact that I think it was close to 75% of you voted that the hot dog is not a sandwich, uh, Chef Carl Ruiz trumps all of you. He He is way ahead of the game. The chef said, yes, the hot dog is a sandwich. And some of his clarity on this is very simple to understand. If you take the hot dog out of the bun, it's still a hot dog, right? Yes. So you put it in the bun, it becomes something between two pieces of bread. He declared it a sandwich. You disagree? Uh, you're going to have to talk to Carl because we've already, the science is settled, my friends. The hot dog is a sandwich. So is the hamburger. Just because you've created cute names for them doesn't mean they are not sandwiches. Oh, boy. Lots of drama in the White House, right? Tons of drama in the White House. And a lot of people are talking about the end of the week last week as Anthony Scaramucci, the new press secretary, appears to have gotten his way and gotten Reince Priebus to resign. Priebus out. Uh, General Kelly in, sworn in in this morning, was sitting in the, uh, the cabinet meeting with the president this morning. 
But Scaramucci's story continues to intrigue people, especially in the Northeast, and I'm sure pretty much everywhere, as uh, his personal life has now gone front and center after his wife filed for divorce, saying uh, she was something about... The, the story was she was fed up with his naked ambition. Now, Scaramucci, 53 years old, this is not his first marriage. This is his second marriage. He has three children from the first marriage. The second marriage to a woman named Deirdre Ball. He's 53. She's 38. They have a three-year-old child together. And now they have another child. She was nine months pregnant when she filed for divorce. Nine months pregnant. I'm sure... Can you imagine the stress of being nine months pregnant and your husband is is about to take a big role in the Trump White House and apparently things things are not good and you file for divorce when you are nine months pregnant? Scaramucci has asked for everyone to to kind of leave his personal affairs out of this. And I'm sure I'm sure. um, Yeah, the media is going to do that. Absolutely. Sure. Sure, just don't worry about it. They'll leave you alone. They're going through your trash. You know that. Did you think it would not happen? That's the question I always have for these guys. Did you think that they weren't going to go through every single bit of your past? There's a story on The Blaze you should follow. It talks about Scaramucci asking for privacy, and yet the liberals attack. If this were, let's put it this way, if Barack Obama's press secretary had gotten a divorce or the wife had filed for divorce a couple days before she delivered your child and the press secretary asked for privacy, do you think the liberal press would have gone on the attack? Of course not. They would have gone all over it. That's why I, I get so upset when, when, they don't, when they're not honest. When they're not honest and they're not gracious and they're not fair. All right. Yeah, I know it's a problem. Uh, also on today's agenda, are you, are you someone who sees the single payer as a fast track, an easy pass to socialism? I, I, have, I have an explanation that we will get into later in the show. But I really see a massive problem in the, uh, the fast tracking, and it seems like it is going that way, the fast tracking of uh, single payer in terms of discussions in the uh, Congress, among the senators, both sides talking about it, kind of hinting that, oh, we might have to get that way. And I want to share with you not the old story that, yes, it's the VA, it's just like the VA. No, I want to talk about the fact that single payer may be the last piece of the puzzle, the final piece of the puzzle. If, If it locks in, Suddenly, the Death Star is engaged and freedom, liberty, and capitalism are destroyed from within. We will get into that, but I need a little time. We've got, we've got some, uh, some folks we need to talk to. So I'm going to step aside right now because when, when we come back, we have a couple of minutes with Dinesh D'Souza as his new book is hitting stores today. Have you pre-ordered it? Maybe. Maybe you ought to think about it. Uh, Our friend Dinesh D'Souza, truth teller, just around the corner on Pure Opelka. 
You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. It's a great Monday already here. I know this because out of nowhere, even though I know the book is out today because I ordered my book 10 days ago, out of nowhere, Dinesh D'Souza sends me a message. Hey, the book's coming out today. I'm excited too. I know he's excited. And uh, we we had to give it a little a little spike to say, hey, the big lie is coming out, but you know, this guy's the number one selling New York Times bestselling author. He's got the second biggest political documentary in the history of political documentaries. If you saw Hillary's America, you know what I'm talking about. So welcome back to the show, Mr. D'Souza. How are you? Uh, hey, Mike, it's a pleasure. I'm very excited about the book being out today. And uh, thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm excited. Now, you and I talked I guess about uh, 10, 12 days ago about the fact this book was about to hit. And uh, I know what it's about. And you're, you're um, I, I don't want to say it incorrectly, but the big lie, uh, the subhead exposing the Nazi roots of the American left. Uh, this, this is an interesting clarification on the term fascism and how it so often gets thrown on people on the right, isn't it? Yeah, for a whole generation and more, the left has successfully defined fascism as a phenomenon of the right. Now, that by itself is a big lie, because fascism was always on the left. Remember, Hitler called himself a national socialist. Uh, Mussolini was the most famous Marxist in Italy uh, and the founder of Italian fascism and indeed of fascism in the world. So the point is that we're, we're victims now of a kind of deception in which the left poses as anti-fascists, you know, the Antifa movement, for example. And yet they are the ones who dress in costumes. They are the ones who use violence and intimidation. They are the ones who are using fascist tactics in the pretense that they're somehow fighting fascism. Yeah, it's, it, it's uh, ironic. And the fact that the mainstream media won't stop and point it out is irritating it just in the least. But it, it is frustrating that we can't get anyone to tell the truth here and appropriately well, the, the, you the know, book my, is the, the big reason, lie the reason that the, the reason the mainstream media and the mainstream de- democrats will never point this out is that that is their unspoken premise as well in other words if you look at all this abnormal behavior going on toward trump you know trying to get the electors not to vote for him disrupting his inauguration trying to mount a kind of dubious coup attempt against him now none of this would make any sense in fact would be recognized as completely abnormal unless we were somehow living in the 1930s all over again and trump was a kind of reincarnation of hitler so that's the premise that the left is operating upon that's what justifies their extreme tactics and so even though they might not use the same uh, be, not do the same behavior as the anti-fascists. They operate out of the same playbook. Yeah, I, I see it clearly. And, you know, I appreciate, I always talk to this audience, Dinesh, about arming themselves with uh, just quick facts that they can tell to their friends who are on the left, who throw out terms like fascism or Trump's a dictator 
or this is this is the Republican fascist coming forward. And I think your book, as in your previous books and your documentaries, offers a lot of ammunition for people who are conservatives but don't have time to do all the research you do. So I'm I'm excited for you. I I know pre-orders must have been pretty strong. I saw the line at Freedom Fest. It was huge. Yeah, the book is just you know blasting out the gate, and I'm happy to say that even Costco has put in a massive order for the book, so you can get it in Costco in addition to the normal places. And um, and I think it's because it couldn't be more relevant or more timely. Uh, this whole Mueller investigation is aimed at, in a sense, trying to get Trump out of there under the pretext that he is some kind of an anti-Democrat, even though he won a lawful election. And the only real collusion that's been demonstrated is between Obama and Hillary on the one hand and the Russians on the other. Yeah, there's a story today to back up what you're saying here. And, and that is, uh, I think it was in the New York Post, saying that it appears for the first time the story of the Russian collusion and the alleged Russian collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia is finally fading. And I think it's because we have seen investigations for over seven months now and zero evidence has really shown up. So I I and and we all know that there there was a cozy relationship. I think your book has this with Hillary and Bill and the Russians. I wouldn't rest uh, too much on this, though, because what's really going on is it's this sort of fanatical, savage intensity on the left that is going to fabricate one thing upon the other. So the moment that you knock out the Russia card, we're going to see another card just pop right into its place. Why? Because at some level, you know, we have to go back to 1860 to when the Democrats were this reluctant to accept the results of a, of, of a lawful election. Well, I'm... I'm... <laughs> I don't want to have to go back to 1860. Dinesh, it was uncomfortable when I was there the first time. Please. But no, I, well, I, I appreciate your dedication to constantly pointing us back to the honesty and the truth and pointing out the fact that in this book, The Big Lie, you can see the Nazi roots of the American left. It's not on the right. It comes from the left, people. Right on down to uh, Margaret Sanger, who taught, who's a god to the left and taught the Nazis about eugenics and taught them how to how to purge the, their society of what they believed was uh, subhuman uh, members of of, of the uh, you know, species. Yeah, there's a whole rich secret history in this book. In my earlier books, of course, I told the secret history of Hillary and of Obama. But in this one implicates all the heroes and icons of modern progressivism. Uh, and so it's uh, ideas are very powerful and knowledge is a deadly weapon. And I think that's why I write these books. And that's why I hope you'll, you'll go pick one up. Arm yourself, people. Dinesh D'Souza is the big lie. You can go to DineshD'Souza.com and see it. It's also a place if you want to get a uh, signed copy for uh, one of your friends or a fan of Dinesh's, you can do that. Thank you, my friend. Good luck. I look forward to seeing you on top of the charts. I appreciate it. Thank you. We'll be right back with the Papal Ninja from American Ninja Warrior next on Puro Pelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
with Mike Opelka. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. We're already off to a fast start here today on this uh, beautiful Monday here in the Northeast. I hope it's a great day in your neighborhood. Write down the phone number, 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393. We have a new random question of the day, a vital question actually today coming up an hour from now. And our buddy uh, Ernesto Rodriguez at Nerdnesto also has a big announcement at the top of the next hour, a very big announcement especially for some of our veteran friends. Now, I'm, I'm applying the host privilege here. The host privilege, if you didn't know it, is my right to pick and choose the topics and the guests on this show. And I like to do things based on what, what catches my eye. And for a while now, probably a year, and we were late to the dance, we've been watching American Ninja Warrior on uh, NBC and its affiliated networks, trying to catch up and see all the previous ones. And just lately, really gotten into trying to understand the personalities behind this, this game. And it is a game, but it's a competition that requires athletic skill, serious training. And I don't know where half of the people who compete on the upper level find time to do it all. And then... In the backstories of these folks are some amazing tales. If you haven't seen American Ninja Warrior, it is an individual going up against some of the most ridiculous, ridiculous challenges, physical challenges I have seen anywhere. And the people are just, they're, they're physical specimens, but they also, they also are so different. Each one of them is very different. And a couple of weeks ago, I caught an episode where a young man named Sean Bryan completed the course, but he not only completed the course, which just was brutal and included this, this final challenge that you had to ratchet yourself up a 35-foot wall after going through some of the most ridiculous obstacles I've seen. And this guy not only did it, but he set the record for that day. He got through it the fastest. And he did something that made me say, we need to talk to that guy. Before he finished, he took a knee and said a prayer. And I said, look at that. Right there on network television, in front, literally in front of God and everybody. And he made it to the top and beat the record of the previous competitors. He is known to many in the Ninja Warrior world as the Papal Ninja. His, uh, his birth name is Sean Bryan, and he's with us now. Hello, Sean Bryan. Welcome to the show. Hey, Mike. It's uh, great to be on. I am, I am uh, very impressed, not only with your, your physical skills, but um, with your, uh, your front and centerness on your faith. As a guy who grew up Catholic and went to Catholic schools, it's nice to see and uh, it's nice to see that, you know, I, I, I'm going to ask it flat out. You don't, the network doesn't give you any problem wearing, uh, wearing a garb that has, uh, obviously, connections to the Catholic Church on it, do they? No, they, they, uh, it took a little bit of uh, time to get approval, but um, I just showed them that it's, that it's the uh, papal insignia, sort of, sort of like as if I wore an American flag. They wouldn't have any problems with that. So just like the uh, the Vatican flag, so I, I wore something similar to that to show my pride and to, to show that I am Catholic. 
I, I think that's great. To, and please tell me the Catholic Church isn't giving you any trouble with it. Rome didn't call and say, hey, we want a licensing fee. <laughs> no, 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 none of that stuff. Uh, I, I've actually, I'm actually somewhat close with uh, my local bishop, and he seems to not have a problem with it. So I think I got the go-ahead. Well, you had, in your, in, your, uh, in your crew, I guess, they always have pockets of people who come and support you, aside from the people who watch the show. You had uh, an interesting group, group of people also sporting the Vatican uh, logo or flag. Who was in that group there? Uh, well, first there was my family. Uh, my, both my parents were able to make it this time. And also I had quite a few priests and brothers. I had a, one, one Dominican brother, one Dominican priest, um, a, a diocesan priest who was the secretary to, to my bishop back in Oakland, and also a Salesian priest. So I had, I had quite a few uh, representatives of the church, I guess you could say. Yeah, and they were, they were, most of them were in full vestments, weren't they? At least that's what I saw. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, was, it was great I, I, to I, I see. I them become like that, so they, 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 they certainly obliged. <laughs> Well, that's nice. And you work uh, for a, a Catholic organization, and what do you do for them? Who are they, and what do you do for them? Uh, I work for two different organizations. One, the Salesians. Uh, they're, they're a Catholic organization that focuses on youth evangelization. And I also work for the Dominicans, who their focus is preaching. But I do a very particular thing working on a, a project to animate the, the laity, so the, the ordinary Catholics. I help them to understand their role in, in the mission of the church and to be leavened for the world. Well, I, I think this is uh, this is terrific to see that your your work, uh, your your work as a as a Catholic and someone who shows his faith openly and honestly is also being uh, allowed to be seen seen on network television. Um, as as a young kid, I remember when the mass went from Latin to English, and it was a, a big change and meant to bring a lot more people back into the Catholic faith. Uh, and now I know that religion everywhere seems to be struggling. Religion everywhere seems to be under attack. So it really is kind of nice to see this happening. How did you go from either working in your, your bachelor's and master's in physics and theology to the American Ninja Warrior program? Well, uh, kind of just being me, I kind of fell into it. I, when I was in college, I really came alive in my faith. And uh, when I graduated, I, I felt a call to the priesthood. So I was discerning with uh, the Salesians, which is one of the organizations that I work with now. And I kind of decided that it wasn't quite for me, but I wanted to continue studying theology. So where, when I went to the Dominican School of Philosophy and Theology in Berkeley at the Graduate Theological Union, uh, I came across the Dominicans there, and the the president at the time asked me to help him out with uh, a project that he was that he was working on. So I I went ahead and did that. Meanwhile, I wanted to to still do the sort of gymnastics sort of thing, but my body couldn't quite handle that sort of um, rigor of of a NCAA athlete. Um, certain certain things uh, hurt my shoulders in, in ways that uh, I wouldn't really do in ninja. So. I started to, to translate that into, into Ninja. I uh, got a couple of people supporting me along the way, family and friends saying, oh, you should, you should try, you should try, you should apply. Um, and there providentially happened to be a, a gym that focuses on, on Ninja only a half hour from, from me in Berkeley. So it's Apex Movement in, North, uh, um, in Concord. So I thought it was Providence and that I had to, had to go in that direction. So that's, that's kind of the, the short version of how it all happened. 
Well, I like that you followed the uh, the promptings to get there. And you mentioned the three the the shoulder problems. Your bio says you've overcome three shoulder surgeries. Uh, we're talking to Sean Bryan. He is a competitor in the American Ninja Warriors. He's also the Papal Ninja. You need to tell those guys who are the uh, the two anchors, uh, the one guy whose name I can't pronounce, that it's not PayPal Ninja, it's the Papal Ninja, because he keeps getting it wrong. <laughs> I, I, I think he pre- knows how, how, to, how to do it right. He's just trying, he's trying to be funny. He's, he's like one of the funniest guys ever. <laughs> it, are, they seem like they're fun guys, but I like to give them a hard time. Now, you, you oh, completed... Course. The the um, the last challenge you got all the way through to the end. You set the record on that one. Is the next step for you the absolute finals and the big dollar competition? Oh yeah, it's heading to Vegas for the national finals. Uh, there's four stages there though, so you have to beat every single stage in order to get the million dollars. And in the last uh, eight seasons, only two people have ever even made it to the fourth stage. But that, that's my goal. I, I've been training hard for it, and I think it's possible. Now, when you get, you say there are four stages, how much time is, is allotted to complete that? Does it all happen in one day, or do you do that over a series of days? It's over a couple of days, but uh, it's, yeah, you, don't really have, you don't really have much recovery time, I guess you could say. Yeah, your body, uh, it's got to be tough on your body. I know that it, they're five or seven or ten minutes in total length, these competitions, but it looks like it's just brutal, especially if, if you've gone through, uh, like, like you said, rebuilding your, your shoulders and, and getting that happen, happening. Uh, anything you're worried about in the finals? Um, not exactly. I've, I've been training really hard. and I'm feeling pretty good. And as long as my shoulder holds up, I, I think I'll be all right. Okay. Well, I, I, now when, when are we supposed to watch this final uh, episode here, Sean? Uh, I believe it's well, the, the, the finals for San Antonio tonight, if you wanted to, to start catching up with all, all those episodes. But uh, I think five or six weeks from now is when, it was when they show stage one in Vegas. So look for the national finals. I think it's about five weeks out from today. So we'll kick off uh, pretty much the, uh, the fall television series, watching the big finals for a million bucks. Uh, one of our interested listeners, Sean Bryan, uh, a regular listener, has asked the question, is there a, is there a love interest in the, in the Bryan household? Are you, are you a, a single ninja? I'm, I'm single at the moment. Okay, just you know who you are, interested listener. <laughs> Sean Bryan, I, I can vouch for this person, Sean. If it happens, uh, I'll, I'll let you know. But I just want to let right. you know that they've been checking in when they heard you were going to be with us they're like can you find out is there a is there a future <laughs> mrs brian so i'm sure you're getting a lot of love on tv too it's it's very nice oh yeah if if and when you win do you expect an invitation to the vatican uh certainly no expectations of the sort but uh that would be quite nice actually well i will i'll be uh saying a prayer for you on that one i will even go to uh, the uh, local, a couple of the local Catholic churches here, and light some candles for you on on behalf of that hope and prayer. But uh, I'm certainly cheering for you, Sean Bryan. You sound like a good guy, and you work hard, and it seems like this is uh, the right thing for you. So we appreciate you. That's very much appreciated, Mike. Thanks for the prayer, and certainly thanks for having me on. Well, well, we'll we'll check in. I want your second call after you win the million to be to this show because I know. I know you All got to right. call the Vatican, so we expect that second right. call to be right here. Thank you, Sean Bryan. Have a great rest of your day. Right now. All right, you too.
Ah, there he goes. You know, I, I just, I'm so impressed with these people. They build, they build the obstacles in their homes. In their, they, he did talk about driving half an hour to a gym, but if you've ever seen it, they actually recreate some of the obstacles to do the training to create the muscle memory. Uh, I'm, I find it a fascinating show only, I think, because I, will ne I wouldn't complete one. I might be able to get past the first obstacle, but certainly not any of the others. All right, I got to stop. Host privilege suspended. We're back to regular order and regular programming. We'll dip into some of the politics and some of the economics uh, behind the electric car phenomenon just around the corner on Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. We will be keeping an eye on the finals of American Ninja Warrior in a few weeks. I didn't realize San Antonio finals were tonight. I'll be watching that one. Uh, enjoyed talking to that young man. And uh, you, you out there who are interested in the Papal Warriors, <laughs> Papal Ninja Warrior status, now you know and you're welcome. Take care of your own business. But I, I'm, just, I'm just exposing the details. I want to talk about the electric car revolution, but I, I don't have enough time to get into what I think is a fascinating turn on the, on the electric car thing. And with many European countries now preparing to ban gasoline and diesel car sales starting in 2040, hmm, there are some interesting things to consider. Uh, sort of unintended consequences and economic issues to get into, and we'll get into that. Uh, but uh, I don't have enough time here. But I do have time to remind you about Relief Factor. If you are someone who's, who's you're in bed and you're in pain, you're rolling over, you got to get out when you're driving on long trips and have to stop and stretch more often than you used to, and just walking across the parking lot, is a pain because like your knees, your neck, your back are hurting you. There is a natural way to deal with the aches and pains of life. There is a, a, a natural substance that you can take that is helping me and I, I think it might help you. It's called Relief Factor. And if you want to get your life, your freedom and get back to living, you can try the three-week quick start pack. I know so many people are trying it. I know I did, and I, I'm, it's regular part of my day. It's high-quality fish oil, essential nutrients. This is what reduces inflammation, and inflammation is what causes recurring aches and pains. So go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or pick up the phone and call them. It's, it's $19.95 for the three-week quick start pack. Call them at 800 500 800-500-8384. It's Relief Factor. Now go ahead and call him. Uh, coming up around the corner, our good friend er Ernesto Rodriguez. I always want to call him Nerd Nesto because that's his Twitter handle. Ernesto Rodriguez is joining us uh, with a, a really good piece of news. Plus, um, we got to talk about kids and football. 
and this couple that's their their quest to go to every single Cracker Barrel restaurant in the country. And uh, also, big, big news about socialism. I think, I think we are, I know it's a radio show, but I'm holding up my fingers real close together. I think we are this close to becoming a socialist country. And when you hear the reasons why, the eight things that are happening that I think are proof that we are almost there. It's very disturbing. Come on back after the break. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.